Hi and welcome to BoobTube, the podcast where smart women talk about what they're watching and not watching. And it's our last show of 2019. Who are you? Oh God, that's right. I'm Sarah Whitus. Oh, hi, you? Sarah. I'm Amanda Toysher. <laughs> I didn't recognize and you because we both you sound terrible. We just like both logged on to this, you know, random. Uh, we're actually in an AOL chat room right now. <laughs> um, and we just, yeah, we just like, you know. Just got to talking and we're like, it's called TV chat. On a, yeah, TV chat. Um, dot alt dot AOL, you know, <laughs> and like just decided to get in audacity um, recording, you know, studio here. And then we're like, we're meeting for the first time. Yeah. This is the last uh, boob tube of 2019. It is the last boob tube of 2019. Of it's decade. been a good year. I mean, for our tv watching not in many other things right no and essentially nothing else but it's essentially it's been a crap our, year but you know yeah but in terms of the amount of television that we've consumed it's really been a banner i know we were so today we have something special planned for you our loyal listeners aka our seven friends and our two moms but yep. we have <laughs> we have way more viewers or list viewers listeners than that actually i'm for sure always so, impressed so by our numbers i'm always like wait there are strangers listening to us so i know if you're so, one so of those strangers we love that you listen to us thank you so much yeah. rate and review us but yeah so um yes we are going to have our annual awards our year-end awards the booby tubies <laughs> i love that we literally couldn't be bothered to come up with a, a name that yeah, I but mean, is anything but could who? anything be more perfect than the booby tubies absolutely not no, no no um so we're gonna go through some categories some make sense some don't there are a lot of them um we'll you know just talk about a couple of nominees for each um yeah, we'll debate we'll laugh we'll cry yeah, we'll remember. Well, you'll probably remember some things that you didn't remember that you watched this year. Yeah, that happened to me. Yeah. Um, oh, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I like listed all the TV shows we watched that were from our episode descriptions, and I was kind of blown away with how many shows. Are it in all that just list. blends together. We had we have one category that's like best docu series, and I was like. What did I watch that was a docu? I mean, Amanda actually very helpfully put together a list of everything that we talked about um, this year. But I was trying to uh, remember some, you know, I was like, were there any other docu series I watched? When was Wild Wild Country? Was that this year? No, that no, was that was March like late 2018. Last year. No, it was March oh, 2018. Oh, March. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, this is the problem with like, you know, this is just like the it might as well have been March of, of this television. year. <laughs> Right. No, it was it was like a full almost two years ago. Wow. And this is the problem with the onslaught of television is that everything just kind of blends together because seasons don't mean anything anymore. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Um, I did read something about how there were. I'm going to get this number wrong, but there were like 700 television shows on, t- on TV this year. I mean, on unlike any, any pl- sort of service or right whatever. and any other streaming service whatever it was like 700 something i think i mean it'd be really rough to be a tv critic i mean i guess we're tv critics but like we don't get paid for it it'd be hard to be someone where like you have to yeah i mean it's like you can't not leave a million things out like no one is actually holding us accountable for 
you know, we're just like, this is the stuff that we watched and we enjoyed or didn't enjoy. But, you know, I feel like a, a TV critic sort of is looked to to be the, you know, the arbiter of, you know, what's what what is on what's worth watching and it's it's so hard to say now because yeah you might so be many... missing some like really amazing gem that's on like i don't know voodoo or uh exactly Apple. or crackle or something <laughs> crackle. On, yeah on the spectrum cable network like the mad about you um or bon appetit's youtube channel exactly um well, so first, I think before we and so we are both also really firing on all cylinders tonight. I'm clearly um, <laughs> ill, <laughs> um, so I sound great. And Amanda um, is recording uh, last our last episode. I was at home and I had forgotten my microphone, and now Amanda is at home uh, with her family and has forgotten. Her microphone. Well, um, so I remembered my. Oh, microphone. you remembered it. That's right. I did not remember to bring my personal computer home, so I'm using my work computer. Shh. And I got to. It was like an hour ago. I realized that there is no USB port in this particular new Apple laptop. Um, yeah. So I was unable to plug bad. my mic in. Yeah these these new Mac laptops are bad. They are pushing the lightning port industrial complex i don't appreciate it yeah um and so yeah that's understandable um but you know so anyway we both sound terrible we're but we're gonna make up for it yeah with this content this yeah. amazing content so, um so first of all yes. why don't you start well i just really want to highlight so uh, well okay first of all happy hanukkah thank oh thank you i should have said you. that I earlier actually, for, for the second to... night of Hanukkah, um, I got you a cold and a co-host who doesn't know how to plug in a microphone. Um, I was too busy furiously making ramen right before we started recording this. So oh, I you know, to... the traditional Hanukkah dish. <laughs> yeah, the traditional um, instant ramen, literally instant ramen from a bag, um, <laughs> Hanukkah dish. Uh, and I actually forgot to light my Hanukkah, so I have to do that after we finish um but thank you happy pre-christmas thank you my gifts the are night all before wrapped. oh wow you're way ahead of me the night before christmas eve is known um to jews as pre-christmas is it that's yeah that's a fact yeah i don't know if is. that's true or not but i like it it's um, now a fact yeah. it's now a fact yes so no so what i want to talk about first before we get into like television is that we Sarah and I are in a very like silly trivia league it started as a fantasy football league and then we all decided to get self-righteous about the NFL and it turned into a trivia league Sarah won she won because she's smart and the prize was cameo clip of well so cameo is that service where celebrities like will be paid to record messages for people like happy birthday messages and stuff like that so why don't you talk a little bit about your prize um my prize i mean i know uh i know our one commissioner patrick is a listener of the show so shout out to patrick, hey, patrick. um alan i can't remember if you are but if you are he's hey, not hey, alan. so he's not. <laughs> All right. Screw him. Arbiter, real arbiter of taste over there. Um, <laughs> and so the prize was a cameo uh, recorded by 
Ben Sinclair, better known as the dude from High Maintenance. The guy. The guy. God, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've only watched, I've only watched four watch seasons show? of the show. I know. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's amazing. He clearly um, got high before he filmed it. Obviously. Um, and actually, the actually, even honestly, even better. I mean, the, the clip is amazing. Um, we'll play a we'll play a portion of it. Um, but the runner up was actually or the the original choice was Sam Richardson. Yeah. Um, Veep Detroiters. I think you should leave. Uh, our 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 uh, beloved baby of the year <laughs> sketch from uh, from I think you should leave Richard uh, Splett from Veep. Richard Split from Veep. I mean, that would have been amazing as well. Apparently, he was unavailable in the window in which they needed the um, re- the cameo recorded. But um, the the clip from Ben, ben Sinclair is... I've honestly watched it five or six times. He, it's, he's just, like, walking around his apartment and talking about how Sarah should drink a lot of water. And it's wonderful. If you feel... I mean, honestly, it's good advice. He's like, you know what? If you feel bad, if you feel bad about the world about yourself just ask yourself if you've had some water because that could and you know what he's not wrong he's not wrong he's really not um he also like is you know is it says there might be like a conspiracy in the league um it's really good it's really good i it's maybe my favorite it's honestly the best gift um no offense to anyone who's known me for my entire life but um yeah better than those alien earrings i got you that one time yeah it's better than that i would say it's much better than those it's better than those it's better than like you know uh my first car a 1995 chevy cavalier um it's better than (laughs) yeah pretty much anything honestly um so enjoy that Sarah. Whoa. Fucking huge upset for your trivia league. Um, I want to know if there's a cover-up and if you're part of it. Are you a part of the cover-up? In the words of our president, I want nothing. But uh, I heard it was a huge upset. I'd say good for you, but it's hard to, uh, it's hard to enjoy the success when there's fear of a cover-up. So... I don't know if you're part of a cover-up, if there is a cover-up. I know that Ben you beat um, maybe was part of the cover-up. Uh, hard to say. Uh, but for executing a, a, a cover-up, I guess, I'm the prize, aren't I? Also, high maintenance, please come back. I miss you. Um, I don't even actually, you know what I'm realizing? I like didn't even put high maintenance anywhere on our. Was it on this year? Yes, it was on this year. Are you sure? Um, Pretty sure. Actually looking this up just brought me to the fact that high uh, season four is about to debut in. Yeah, it was on in March. Um, It was on in February and March. Yeah, I know this is the, again, we missed the problem. And this is actually, so, and it's, you know, it's about a year between seasons, which is par for the course for, um, for HBO. Um, yeah, so I didn't even. I noticed we also had Miss Trill 
So I added Shrill. I know. We missed Shrill. I know. What gives you know what? Okay, well, anyway, Which we'll get would, into You it. know, that's not going to be on many of my top lists. Exactly. I, I very good, much enjoy but... it, but it's not a best of for the year, I think, for me. But High Maintenance probably probably would be. Um, but it's just, there's just so much. Okay. First of all, I want to hear about how you've been watching Bon Appetit. Yeah, so I took your advice, um, and I said I would watch the Bon Appetit videos, and I did. I watched the Making Perfect series where they make yeah, pizza. Yeah, which, which one? Where they make pizza? I actually haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah. I I've have some opinions one. about some of the, the people now. Go on. So, well, maybe about two. All the women are wonderful. They are. They're great. Um, Claire is a gem. Claire, Carla. Carla. Molly Carla is... Even. I want to be friends with Carla. Yeah, Carla seems pretty cool. Um, yeah. She has a very well-regarded book that I'm interested in buying as well. Also, her mom has a wood-fired pizza oven. Okay, I did not know that. Is that... That's part of that, the pizza Yeah, series? they make pizza in it. Wow. Um, anyway. And her and Molly go to Italy to learn how to make mozzarella. God, I gotta get a job at Bon Appetit. I know. This they seem like, like they have the best. They just, like, hang out in the test kitchen and try each other's pizza. It was great. Like, um, this is their whole job. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so then, who's the shorter things. guy? Andy? Um, they're mm, shorter white, short white guy. Um. He's a short kind of um, Hispanic guy. Yeah. He's, Rick. like, super built. Oh, um... Short and super built, so not Chris. Um, yes, you're talking about Andy. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of annoying to me. Yeah. Um, he's he's not agree. very nice. He's not my favorite. And then he's who's the tall favorite. guy that always wears a hat? Um, That is... Uh, is that Chris? Oh, no, Chris that's is not the, Chris. Chris is like the head... He's like the senior food editor. Yes, you're talking about... Um, the uh fermented um it's alive uh uh he does the it's alive series i can't even believe it. brad you're talking about brad brad yes i kind of love brad so a real at first i thought i was character. like this guy's gonna get real annoying and then by like the third episode i'm like no he's he's good he's yeah. okay yeah he he honestly is and if you watch some of um if you watch some of uh his show um uh it's alive you will come to i think even an even greater okay that's good he's he's such a doofus yeah he's such a doofus and but first at first i was like oh god he's so annoying he just doesn't know how to shut up but then if you like episodes i'm like no he's good and he also has correct opinions about things and i can't think of what those opinions are at the moment but i know that they were correct no, I think especially if you start watching um, Gourmet Makes, which he pops up in all the time, um, he he usually pops in with like something that is mildly perhaps disparaging to Claire, but also is extremely helpful to Claire. <laughs> and he's kind of like he'll like give her real talk if it's like this isn't this yeah. isn't what a Twizzler texture is, you know? And yeah. it's like yeah, all right, we need to do here, Brad. But do you have a Chris Morocco opinion? Chris is Is he the, the senior like food at the one that has like a really good palate? Yes, that's Chris. I like him, but he wasn't in it that much. Yeah, he's not he's not really in that one. Okay, so you gotta you gotta you can um you really get a strong sense of Chris if you watch his show, which is the one where he um recreates a dish um from only smelling 
tasting and touching it. You can't oh, right. <laughs> yeah, which is a really fun concept. I think that there is a thing as too much Chris. Um, but I, I also greatly enjoy him. I also love Chris because I made two of his recipes for Thanksgiving. Um, they did a making perfect Thanksgiving edition this year where they all make different Thanksgiving dishes. And I made a few of them actually for our Thanksgiving and two of them are Chris dishes. And I tagged him on Instagram and then he regrammed my gram. <gasps> and and so he exciting. sent me and he sent me a DM. I was like, What? I know. I was like, Chris. So we have yeah. to be nice here because he could be a friend. He's yeah, we're basic we're hanging out. Like Yeah, soon. yeah. Yeah, I know I know it's coming. Um well I'm really glad you've gotten into the Bon Appetit cinematic universe. I don't know if I'm into them. No, as but, you it's are, like, but it's but it's fun I to see just the like appeal. And it's fun if you just like have twenty minutes. And yeah. You just like want something on that you don't have to really pay attention to yeah but you're like looking to kill some time it's just fun to like i'll like watch it sometimes while i get ready in the morning or yeah something like that just to have yeah. on um did you watch anything you want to just mention briefly well i'm i think i'm gonna get into it more on our next episode i made good on one of my um one of my uh you know to watch i mean you know like my um watching choices yeah Yeah. what am i i i've been watching l word the l word generation q um which is bad as i knew it would be but is but is fun and uh, it's bad in, in a way that i'm like oh i'll absolutely watch 10 episodes of this yeah so I will talk more about that. I've also been watching another Showtime show that I think Showtime has, I guess, declared Sunday nights to be their their gay block um, of television, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, great. All the power to you. Um, there's also a great show that's been on, um, I think last night was the third episode, called Work in Progress, um, which is a show about... Um, a um, non-binary comedian, although I believe she does identify as as a woman. Um, she's a les, and I think she non-binary um, queer comic um, based out of Chicago. I'm blanking on her name right now because I didn't write it down for the doc. But um, and it's basically about her kind of sort of a midlife crisis, um, and. She starts dating um, a trans man who's about 20 years younger than her, which is actually something that happened to her in her in her real life. And she's basing the show kind of loosely on on this um, and just kind of rediscovering herself at 45. And I greatly enjoy it. All right. Um, All right. So I'll talk more about that next time as well. But what about you? Um, So I watched that Dublin murder show I mentioned that was based on those those um, books I read, yes, a series, the series of books. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really good, but it was also disappointing to me because they combined the first two books, which are two separate, like, murders, I guess, like two separate investigations, and both have different feels to them. And they combined them into one show, and I felt like it really lost a lot of what made the second book special mm. and, like, awesome. So that was mm. kind of disappointing because I felt like they just kind of threw it away. Um, it could have been a really cool, like, second season. Um, and they changed certain things from the book, but but it was still a really good show, and I highly recommend it, um, especially 
if you haven't read the books and like it would just be completely new to you. Um, I also watched a and I am watching I finished the first season there's a second season on Netflix it's called Black Spot. Um, it's this French show and it takes place in the mountains like the, the woods and they're very creepy woods people kind of allude to the woods. Um, and it's like in the mountains kind of near the German border like I think in the Vosges mountains and um, they they're like there's no cell reception in lots of parts of this town hence the name black spot the um though funny enough the actual french title is zone blanche which means white zone so like the french term for black spot is white zone but anyway um and people like they have a higher per capita murder rate than anywhere else so it has this it's like super part of it is sort of like a murder show but it's kind of like Twin Peaks, just without the soap opera aspect quite as much. So it has oh, a real Twin Peaksy vibe. And like, there's this, there's someone in the woods that's been like taking people and doing things. And it, like, you see glimmers of him and he has like antlers and it's super, it's, it's like, actually, there's a cave episode and it's really creepy. Um, Is it like, and it's like a continuing narrative. Yes. Or yeah. Okay, so I don't know like what the second stories. season will bring, but mm-hmm. I finished the first season. Um, but anyway, well, well, we that's can always really count good. on you to be watching a, a creepy European a creepy <laughs> import. I assume this is Netflix. <laughs> it's Netflix. Yeah, yeah I think, okay. and I think it's a Netflix original. Though I'll movies. have to confirm that. Um, okay. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I've been watching. But should we get on to the main event? Yeah. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Audience clapping. Oh, the yeah, booby tubey. The camera like glides into the amphitheater. Yeah, like across all the, the stars wearing their yep. Sunday best. And... I don't really know who. I guess we're hosting the booby tubies. We don't need like a host. We don't need like a. We're know. hosting it. We're the. Yeah. We're the... We're the judge, jury, and executioner here. Although Samantha Irby wanted to host our, um, uh, you know, awards show. I would be down for that. I feel like she would be a good choice. Oh my god, I totally hurt miss the if in your sentence. <laughs> and it's like you were talking to Samantha Irby about our award show. <laughs> and I got wanted just, to host it? Yeah, I tweeted at her. Yeah, I tweeted at her and I asked her if she wanted to do it. Um, she's going to do it. We're going to rent out the movie. Yeah. I feel like we sh- should we start with best show. I kind of feel like we might as well. Honestly. We might as well. You know what? This is our show, and we're yeah. not worried we about losing you. We'll yeah. we know you'll stay till the end to find out what we liked. <laughs> Actually, the character, the um, the categories start to get much more unhinged towards the end. So <laughs> do, yeah, I actually so do tuned. recommend sticking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so best <coughs> best overall show. So this can be drama. This can be um, comedy. So what we're yeah, going to no do rules. for these, some of these, we have more than one nominee, if you will, and we'll kind of debate it. We might not arrive at the same one, but at the very least, we should at least there should be no more than two favorites. Yeah. We each pick one. Yeah. And this then is, yeah, there are no try to arrive on at one. Yeah. Convince me, you know. So yeah. Um, yep. So our, our nominees for best show, we have Russian Doll, yep. Fleabag, Bojack, and you put Pen15, Better Things, and I added This Way Up to it because I enjoyed This Way Up so very much. 
I know. Those were just other shows that I felt I wanted to mention, even though... I'm, I'm surprised you wrote Pen15. Um, I just really, you know... I mean, we both I enjoyed like it. We bo- I both enjoyed it. I really feel like, you know, I was thinking about it, and I really felt like there was nothing else on television quite like it. And I feel like I just wanted to get get it a little bit of record. like and I was like looking at our nominees for best drama and best comedy and I was like, ah, you know what, I don't think it's better than either of anything on here, but I don't know, I just wanted to get a little bit of recognition and better things too. I just felt like really, really good, kind of also a comedy drama hybrid. Easily one of my favorite shows of the year, but not as good as these other three. Yeah, and I felt that way about This Way Up, um, the Ashling B show um, with Sharon Horgan. I loved it so much. Um, You did, and I watched one of the shows that I forgot that I watched. Yeah, when you were the one that watched it before me, I know, and I watched it, and it was like pretty recently. I'm like. Yeah, but I thought Television it was so brain. funny and it so really good. Was. Um, it really was. So that was on my list, though. If I have to pick one, here's my here's my vote. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Fleabag. I'm gonna say Fleabag. I'm gonna say Fleabag just because that second series was like I don't know if I've ever felt that way after a television show that I can yeah. really remember. I mean, not to say that I've never felt anything after a television show, but <laughs> that's never felt anything. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Like <laughs> I usually don't cry about romance and that show made me cry. And I feel like that, like there, there's something there. So, um, and just, it has such, it is so original, you know, her, the main character, the namesake of the show, she doesn't really have a name. Characters don't have names. Um, she's a unique character herself, like the actual writing of it. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is so funny. So I'm going to go with Fleabag. A fair, absolutely a fair choice. Um, and you agree with me. Yeah, I, I don't (laughs) disagree with any of that. Um, absolutely. I mean, I watched Fleabag like three times. I watched that, that second season, um, multiple times. Absolutely. Phoebe Waller Bridge is a genius, but I voted for Bojack. Um, Well, you're nothing if not predictable. Yeah, I mean, Bojack also probably up there in my, you know, if not at the top of the list, you know, I mean, maybe at the, my favorite show of the last, you know, people are doing a lot of decade ending lists. Um, You know, definitely in the top three for me of the decade. But every season of BoJack, I watch also multiple times just because I also find myself very profoundly moved by BoJack. I mean, in a very different way than Fleabag. Um, But the season was really no different. And just also the journey that BoJack himself took in this season, you know, trying to get sober and um, just was really really impactful to me and and I just love Bojack so much and it being almost the last season I mean it is the last season but I'm kind of gonna deter I'm gonna deem the I think the episodes um airing in January to be like really the last 
yeah. the last yeah. season. And, and that's totally heartbreaking for me. So for me, it's BoJack. Okay, good. You, it's Fleabag. Good choice. All right, so we've got a we've got a tie, BoJack and Fleabag. But um, shout out to the other nominees, including Russian Doll, which I think... <laughs> best... <laughs> And then best, I mean, Bojack and Fleabag are both hard because they're sort of hybrids, both of them. I mean, and don't you think that that's just kind of the way things are now? I agree. That that is, there needs to be a name for that genre that's not just, it's a mix of these two other genres. But I feel like over the past 10 years, this has been, this is a trend in movies and like it started with like, like independent films doing this a lot, you know, and now it's become a lot more common. And I remember this, like, you know, in the late nineties starting to become a thing. Like I remember there being articles about like Allie McBeal being like, it's a dramedy, you know? Yeah. But dramedy, I don't think captures it because it's not just as simple as just like, it has comedy and drama in it. It's a right, specific... It is both a drama and a comedy. Yeah. And it, yeah. But it's also just like something else. Like, it's not just meant to be one or the other. Right. It's not, it's not like, it's not like a Schrodinger's cat sort of thing. Right. It's, it's more like, about the pathos kind of. It's um, just about like the truth that it's telling, right? About yeah. like, I guess how life is. Anyway. This is all to say that Fleabag and Bojack were also both on our best uh, drama well, list, but like they're also both arguably comedies. But they're also definitely comedies. They make you yeah. laugh out loud. So I'm now I'm just wondering if like we've already picked the best show, and if they're both in both of them, then what's yeah. the point of? So maybe we can just name the nominees for best drama and best. Yeah, comedy. I mean my other nominees were um, my other nominees were Euphoria which I loved and I'm still kind of thinking about um, the latest season of Barry. And then also kind of as a tie to stories based on, on real events that came out this year that were so good um, when they see us and unbelievable. Um, I think I forgot unbelievable from that list too. And unbelievable. I'm just like also still thinking of honestly See, I didn't <coughs> quite feel that strongly about it. I thought it was good, but I don't know if I... I, I don't think I would put about... it in the top category. Those there... are mine. I think it would be hard. I mean, I still have a bunch there that I feel like I'm not covering. But of those, I think that... I mean, actually, I think Barry, <laughs> I think I put Barry on here, but I think Barry was actually also in the in the Emmys and stuff is definitely under the comedy category. <laughs> See, that's another one that's just like really hard. Right. Um, you know? Yeah. But I just, yeah. I mean, if I had ever finished Catch-22, that might have been on there, too. I don't that know. That might have been one of yours. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's a tricky one. Let's do comedy. Let's see. This isn't even, honestly, it's even worse. There's, like, well, there's a lot. So many. I feel like we watched more things that are definitely comedy than we did. drama. Or at least I For did. For sure. No, I think I did too. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I think I did too. I mean, you want to run through our nominees? Yeah, here? so we've got The Good Place, obviously. It would not make sense for us to not put The Good Place on here. This Way Up, that's clearly from me. Um, do we consider Russian Draw a comedy? Like, kind of. <sighs> I think ultimately it's more squarely in comedy to me. Than, I think so than, too because it doesn't. I think 
Yeah. More so than like Fleabag or Bojack. Even. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe Bojack. I feel like is maybe. I feel like Bojack edging. is might be more comedy than drama. Yeah. But, yeah, I think so too. But um, Russian Doll, I think I would put pretty much pretty much squarely in in comedy. I feel good I with that. Yeah. Um, Catastrophe. Um, they had their final season this year. Veep, obviously. Um, you put the bisexual here, which I would definitely say is more drama. I know. I put comedy question mark next to it. I put comedy question mark. Oh, that you was did me questioning you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, but I agree with it. I agree with that interrogation <laughs> of my methods. Um, um, yeah, I yeah, just I don't remember laughing right. that much in it, and I remember feeling more like you know it was not funny. No, you're probably right. I think I was kind of remembering. I think the moments that stuck out to me in that show were more comedic, but... Well, then you didn't get the point, Sarah. Clearly, I didn't get the point of this whole exercise. <laughs> I'm just, like, putting things willy-nilly. It's <laughs> just naming shows. Into categories. <laughs> Name and nuts. You know, this is... Oh, wait. Finish uh, finish, finish the list there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. More. So we also have yeah. Tuca and Birdie. Um, pour one out. And um, I also mentioned Dairy Girls and what we do in the shadows. And then, I'm, and then I realized I didn't have high maintenance on here, which is definitely um, had okay. a really good season. I'm going to um, just I'm going to just add it add for posterity. Add it to the list as we're discussing. I put Tuca and Birdie as my number one, and I don't think I'm going to deviate from that. Interesting. Um, that is I assuming think... that Bojack is not a comedy. I know. This See, is... this is this is where television is hard. Don't worry, you guys. The next categories are not going to be this like. I know these and fraught with like meanings. These really were very fraught categories. I also feel bad. I thought, you know, ugh, God, no. I think that. Yeah, I think I'm just going to stick with Tuka and Birdie because this is a. I don't want to think about this category too much because it's so hard. You know what? I think I'm happy to give that to Tuca and Birdie because um, that's very clearly a – well, that also could be a drum. I think that to me, Tuca and Birdie also much more squarely in comedy territory. Yeah, I guess anytime you have Tiffany Haddish like doing a right. voice and Ali Right, Wong. Tiffany, yeah. I know. It's a show that stars Ali Wong and, 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 yeah. and Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. So. All right. Well, you know what? Let's just <sighs> – I can't decide – I'm going to just say Russian Doll so that it can get an award from us. I'm surprised you didn't go with This Way Up, honestly. Well, I'm talking about like that. Maybe that was my favorite. But yeah, but I would say Russian Doll is definitely like a really original and inventive and unique and cool show. And I would I'm going to say that. So there. Okay, cool. We did it. Those are the three hardest categories. They, they are. Yeah. 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 It's all smooth sailing from here, folks. <laughs> so the smoothest. Absolutely no smoothest. debate. Yeah, at all. Um, okay, so the next category I have here was obviously the first thing I thought of after I listed the best category or comma and dramedy. Co- wow. Comma and dramedy. Well, comma. Is that it? Dramedy. Can we call it, instead of calling it dramedies, can we call them commas? Commas, comma, or... Um, <laughs> Comma dramas? Comma dramas. Um, yeah, there we go. I just invented um, something. It's just a different take on dramedy, but that's yes. fine. Okay. So anyway, best murder show. So I watched a lot of murder shows, and a lot of those murder shows did, did not anyone make watch my more? list. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I said, did anyone watch more? No. No. I mean, well, actually, you. no, I'm sure you, there, are, there are I, some no. elderly aunts that did, but. Right. And honestly, you were watching higher quality murder shows than like people who are just like, you know, but have I... an IV of, of investigation discovery into their arms. I did day, watch a lot know? of Murdoch mysteries, Sarah. Yeah, but I'm still going to deem that classier. I'm sorry. That's that's generous. That's nice of you. Well, my (laughs) two nominees are um, Miss Fisher's Modern Mysteries, because I just like the clothes so much. Um, And Dublin Murders, because it was a really good show. I just really liked the books more. Okay. I said Chernobyl. Except, so wait, who's the murderer here? The CIA uh, or like the Russian government? The Russian government, yeah. The Russian government is So the Soviets definitely. are the murderers here. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's, they're the murderers. It's a show about That's murder. a really high concept argument. <laughs> also Mindhunter. That, that, that one that has clear definitely murders. murders, Sarah. Yeah, that one has clear murders. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Mindhunter. Okay, good. I would argue with you if you said Chernobyl. I'd be like, I'd be like, no. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Dublin murders. Dublin. Wow. It's, it's coming in right at the end there. Coming in. It's hot. a good. Yeah, it's a it's well acted and it's really good. Um, I would have it would have been interesting to see it without having read the books. Um, yeah. Anyway. Cool. Murder show. Um, I also so I wrote this category and I think you should list the nominees. This was me making fun of you. The best show yeah. that Sarah watched that she had originally said she wouldn't watch. Well, I did put Stranger Things on here because we both said we weren't going to watch Stranger Things. And yeah, but that wasn't it. that wouldn't be nominated. For, that wouldn't be a best show that like we watched because I don't think it was that great. True, true, true. But we were both. I think we both had kind of, you know, called it off, and then we saw the trailer and we were like, "Damn it!" Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, the Fourth of July. That- Trailer right. Was so good. That trailer was really good. The yeah, it was so good. Um, okay, I put Mine Hunter because I did say I wasn't gonna bother with that anymore, and then I <laughs> got sucked back in. I think I also said I, I think a while ago I said I wasn't gonna watch any more Orange Is the New Black. You and did. I, you did. Yep, and then you and then did I watch it. Watch it, and then of course, uh, for the gra- the winner of this category, which I also realized I forgot to put in any other category as it also squarely would have been a, a drama nominee well i think because i didn't put it on the list and one of us oh, is yeah. dropping the ball when the whole like shows discuss thing <laughs> yeah not putting so, it in there yeah anyway i don't think it's, it was on the list but go for it wasn't on the list the number one here clearly succession which you hadn't even put on there i had to be like sarah i'm clearly talking about succession when i created I this category i forgot about it again and we both uh said numerous times we were not gonna watch succession and then i fell prey to the the succession uh discourse i know i've given you a hard time but like i've a lot of people have been ta- trying to talk me into watching it and i could see myself maybe going it's back on really, my word and watching it it's really fun it sounds really fun you should it's it's i I'd be hard pressed to find a you know a show that I had more fun watching this year. I think um, it's just so entertaining. Yeah, so stupidly I'm, entertaining. I'm, I I might I reserve the right now to go back on my word and watch that. So all right, it's I've broken the seal on that one. Okay, so the winner yeah. of that category is, is Succession. <coughs> all right, so. We have best reality show. 
Which, best reality show. Not see. my, not my uh, kind of category of expertise, but no. But I, I feel like we're each gonna have. So I put the Bon Appetit Cinematic Universe, as you coined it, um, and Great British Bake Off, obviously. Um, Below Deck Mediterranean. Which is interesting because since you have talked about Below Deck Mediterranean, I have heard it mentioned many times. See, I'm a trendsetter. By Around whom? podcasts that I listen to. Different podcasts that I listen yeah. to have mentioned this. It's yeah, so good. People, totally. Like people on it, you know, like inevitably I've had, I've listened to a few podcasts where, you know, someone is on ask, being asked what shows they like. And they like Below Deck. Below Deck has been mentioned. You know, it's it is it is reality trash that has a lot to say about class dynamics. You don't get yeah. that everywhere, so <laughs> you know. You really don't. Okay, I put I have to change mine, actually. I have to change mine too. Wait, you're changing. Oh gosh, changing this is a Warren Beatty moment. Yep. The last second. What are you changing, changing it to? To Bon Appetit. Yeah. Yeah, I had Great British Bake Off here. Even more than we also, because I also put Queer Eye for you. I know I wasn't really that into Queer Eye this year. Okay. Um, Great British Bake Off this season was like okay. What wasn't great? I didn't love it. Is that just because you watched had to you couldn't binge it? Maybe. I don't think so. I just feel like I wasn't. I didn't. I just like didn't love it. It was lacked some. Yeah some drama to me but i mean of course the bon appetit cinematic universe has essentially no drama there's no drama <laughs> at all but um it's so fun and i just it really lifts me up out of any oh my bad gosh mood that, that i'm in when i watch it that's so psychotic okay i love it i'll give it yep. to you someone yep. needs to notify bon appetit that they won a television award <laughs> yeah someone i'm gonna write them a i'm gonna tweet at them Tell them they won a category at the Booby Tubies, and they're gonna be like, "Thank you." They won you. the best. They won best reality show. Booby. Yeah, and I'll be like, the "Best your reality Booby Tubie." <laughs> your trophy costs um fourteen hundred dollars. You can send plus standard shipping rates. Yeah, just Venmo me, and we'll get that. <laughs> you guys can put that on the shelf in the test kitchen. We'll have it made up for you. Specifically, <laughs> so I feel like you actually out. really should tell them. I know. Yeah, I will. I'll tweet at them from the BoobTube account. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, do that. Well, so my, I think my winner is going to be Below Deck. Just, you know. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you set a trend with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's been on for seven seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. look at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're really, um, whatever. I had never heard of it before you brought it up, so <laughs> I assume it didn't exist. Yeah. Th- thank you international assume. flight and that one yeah. episode with the, the the jet ski that goes rogue thank you so much <laughs> all yeah all all thanks go to that international flight on shamrock air or whatever um <laughs> air lingus is the one that sounds like uh, oral sex <laughs> yeah i hate that um, um, sorry irish people okay so the next category, biggest disappointment. And I feel like there's a lot that could go in here. Like there's some that I didn't mention that I know you tried watching that you didn't like. Like I didn't yeah. like the second season of The Hookup Plan, that French right. show. You didn't yeah. like that Paul Rudd show that just came out. But Did not like that. Yeah, although my expectations weren't 
crazy high for that to begin with. That's true. Yeah, you have to have that. So, yeah, I put one of the nominees here is Stranger Things. But that's true. My expectations weren't high of that because I was already a grumpy hater about the second season. So, shouldn't I also had Tales of the City, which I thought would be... You know, based on the first episode, I thought would be cute and entertaining and have some things to say. Ultimately, none of the above. Yeah. (laughs) That show was bad. Um, Pretty bad. It was pretty, got worse and worse as it went on. That was really disappointing. But I think number one with a bullet here is... Big Little Lies. Yeah, Big Little Lies. That's the obvious winner. I mean, I didn't finish it. Terrible second season. Yeah, I mean, you, you it wasn't watched, really worth finishing. Did you watch the whole thing? You finished it. Yeah, I did. And, and you were like, yeah, don't bother. Bad. And I fully didn't want to. After that courthouse scene or the, the courtroom scene, I was just like, yeah, no. No, it was bad. Um, would not recommend to anyone. Um, huge disappointment. Hopefully they don't make any more of them. And everyone learned their lesson here. Should have just stuck with the one season. Sarah, I just remembered another reality show that you watched. Miss, I'm not an expert in reality. Didn't you? Isn't that couples therapy show? Reality that show? That is a reality show. Yeah. Wow. So much television. Right. Yeah. That anyway. was really good. It still doesn't top. But still doesn't top Bon Appetit's YouTube channel. <laughs> okay, but good to know. <laughs> absolutely a very good call. And. I still feel strongly that people should watch. Man, I watched a lot of stuff on Showtime this this year, which is weird. That's um, what Showtime wants you to do. Yeah, it's winning. Showtime is winning the war. Um, okay, best best um, and you know best trash, obviously <laughs> slash obviously stupid show <laughs> that we watched anyway. That we watched that's still enjoyable. Um, so I, I put Blood and Treasure. That's that yeah. like treasure hunting show. Yep. I had so much fun love with it. that, but it's so dumb. No, I love it. It makes me think of National Treasure. Um, also trash. I put, yeah, of course. I put, I mean, I do think that I think you should leave is art, but it's <laughs> I'm so I'm so intrigued by your inclusion stupid. of I think you should leave. <laughs> it's so stupid, but I, I mean, it's clearly stupid, but I, that doesn't mean that it's not a work of art also it is pretty stupid i'm just gonna leave i think you should leave on on this list and then i i I think you should leave i think you should leave on the list on on the list (laughs) i mean it really is dumb my single my single is dropping is dropping (laughs) yes (laughs) oh no i made you (laughs) excuse me my yeah you've made me Go into a fit. Um, okay, and then I put, um, yeah, the L word, Generation Q, just kind of making it in, yeah, right under the wire. Um, absolutely idiotic television, as as was most of the original run of the show. Um, but still uh, totally entertaining. Love it. Just attractive people making out with each other. Um, a vision of a Los Angeles where there is no homelessness or traffic and everyone just has unlimited amounts of money and time. Um, love it. The L word, even though it's only three episodes in written in the last you know week of the year is probably number one for me here. 
All right, all right. Well, I'm going to say that if if I think you should leave qualifies in this category, if if the if I the, say it does. the gods say it does, then I would vote for that because it is better than the other ones. Yeah, it's better. Um, otherwise, I'm going with blood and treasure. Got to follow yeah. my heart and the treasure I mean, map. That one clearly has the best name in any case. Yeah. <laughs> And the best intro um, credits. Uh, okay, the next category is quite good. Oh, so this is every episode we end with what we're not going to watch that week. And um, it's just where we go. We have free reign to just be judgmental about something that we haven't seen. Um, so this is our favorite not watching. Um, and I listed some top ones here. But if you have any others that come to mind, let me know. But I'll list them. So New Amsterdam, that medical drama where you find out at the end of the four-minute trailer that the main character has cancer, too. Uh, that's so good. <laughs> Bluff City Law, which is Bluff hard City even canceled. Yep, <laughs> I was going to say. That Jimmy Smith's yep. vehicle. <laughs> uh, and then I, I just was like looking through our list of TV shows and I saw Law & Order Hate Crimes. And I can't, um, did that show actually happen? Is it I still happening? I don't think it actually did, but oh it still qualifies. Just the and name should alone. It, I know. And should it ever actually Like I feel like we air. saw, yeah, we saw like trailers for the other shows. Right. And we didn't need to see a trailer of Law & Order Hate Crimes because the name itself just seems like it's like an SNL skit. Exactly. Exactly. That was a good call, including that um, one. I also put The Masked Singer. Which just had its finale, and I think was very highly rated. Yeah. So. Um, I heard okay. a lot about Wayne Brady. The act, and I only put this on here because um, the name was so stupid. That's yep. the one with like the girl murdering her mom, right? I don't think... Yeah, yes. The girl... Well, the girl who was munchausened yeah. by proxied... Right, the true story of the girl who was uh, Munchausen by proxy. Yeah, and, and they called like... it the Act, which is a terrible, stupid name. It's and then, of course, young. the Mad About You revival, <laughs> which I think is my number one. I was like, I put that on there specifically. I'm like, Sarah needs a number one. <laughs> it's just the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. The most unnecessary television show airing only on. The Spectrum Cable Network. <laughs> oh, apparently the, they're the just like advertising people. it like crazy. Yeah, and like hoping that you'll get Spectrum so that you can watch the Mad About You reboot. I just, God bless them. That's my number one. For all the riser heads. Um, so my yeah. my choices were honestly between New Amsterdam and Bluff City Law because they're both like such perf- like perfected examples of like the silly law drama and the silly medical drama like they're both just like encapsulate it so perfectly yep i'm gonna have to go with bluff city law though Ooh, just because was... there just seems to be so many more just like like blatant misunderstandings about how our society works like I was that really like hoping these... you were gonna go with new amsterdam honestly what was that I was hoping you were going to go with New Amsterdam. It's a good one, but I just, like, Bluff City Law, where it's just, like, all these super fancy lawyers that are just somehow fighting the good fight. And yep. 
literally nothing could be less relevant no, yeah or in, farther from the truth in wherever memphis it's it what's bluff city are they but, is it portland no it that that's stumps that's oh that's, that's stump town right yep 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 i think you're right i think it is memphis yeah i think it's yes it's memphis family known for taking on injustice but they all have millions of dollars like that's not how our society works nope. and i think not that's correct. brilliant that people think that's how it is um so that's my that's my winner um yes the next category best show we liked but stopped watching for absolutely no reason um this i could name so many shows because i do this <laughs> all the time um i am notorious for watching all of the show except the very last episode or two for yep. no reason i i don't understand why um you just got sick of it at some point i just yeah i just i don't know but so mine um this year was catch 22 i thought it was so good and i loved that book so much as a teenager and i didn't watch it I remember you starting to watch it. Yeah, I watched like three episodes yeah. and I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. This might be this might be a hard show to watch, but I'm going to do it. And then I didn't. So, yeah. I also did not finish Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I did watch but, the very end, which as you correctly noted in here that I then did watch it in the wrong order. And then you watched the last, <laughs> the two-parter, the two-part last episode in the wrong order. And I think like... I watched, no, I watched like three episodes all in the wrong order. I started with the finale and then was so confused and then I kept going back. I'm like, this, and then this is like, going in a weird direction. It doesn't have a weird, satisfying ending. <laughs> so weird. Yep. I, that's still funny, honestly. <laughs> watching the whole end of the show in the wrong order i love it <laughs> it's almost um, as bad as forgetting that your computer doesn't have a usb port <laughs> i mean you know honestly computers not having like F- usb ports is a rare, fairly new innovation so i'm not gonna blame you for that but um i said killing eve and i do still feel bad about this yeah you know what yeah. that's not even that's a show i, I should, finished I and you didn't but bad. i'm gonna say that's the winner yeah, I it's really um I don't have an excuse, especially because I really enjoyed the first few episodes of yeah. the season. Yeah. I think I, I, think I enjoyed we have a everything I watched. Um and I just didn't finish it. Still haven't. Yeah. So you you won. Nice work. Thank you. Um yeah. good for me. Yeah. Most egregious cancellation. This one was obvious. Tuka and Birdie. Only one choice there truly horrific that netflix never cancels anything and then they cancel what can't have cost that much money it can't have they probably spent like 50 million dollars to make the the paul rudd show yeah it's (laughs) Like, like and like then you have this like animated show made mostly by women like they're not commanding the big salaries like give me a break I honestly, when I think about it, I still can't believe it. Yeah. I would be so upset if I was Lisa Hannawalt. Um, and I'm sure she is still quite upset. <laughs> um, horrible. Hate it. Um, Tuka and Birdie, Justice for Tuka and Birdie Forever. Justice. Um, best doc series. Um, I, you know, we had, I think I, I don't know if you, I put these three on here. Yeah, I, I watched, so I... Lorena. I watched mm-hmm. Lorena. Which I thought was pretty good. I thought it was really good. Um, I also put 
the case against Adnan Syed, which even though I felt like kind of a dummy for watching it, whatever, don't hate me. I'm still invested in serial. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> but then also leaving Neverland, which um, yeah, I think probably number one for me. Very, very, very difficult to watch. But you know, very well just done. in terms of the impact that that had. Yeah. I, I got to say that that's probably the winner. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I literally walk around and I hear Michael Jackson like at the gym or something. And I yeah. physically recoil and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. How are we still doing this? Yeah. I don't, did everyone, did everyone not know that this happened this year? I don't, yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, for sure, you know, just, I, awful, 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 awful story, but, um, a really well done documentary and I'm glad that story is out there in the universe. Um, I can't, let's save this next category for for the end. Okay. Oh, good call. Good call. Yeah. That'll be our last one. So let's skip ahead to. Best final season. This is a sad one. This is a sad one. And also we just have been adding um, shows to this kind of as we've been thinking. Yeah. (laughs) While we're talking, because like, I think I forgot. Yeah. Some of these Um, at first I was like, Oh, what else ended this year? Um, But all these shows had really good last seasons, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What did we have on here? We have unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which I thought was its best season in a couple of years. It was really good. Yeah. It was really funny. Um, again, poor one out for Tuca and Birdie. It's first and, and last. First and last. Um, Catastrophe. Great final season. Yes. Heartbreaking in a lot of ways. Um, Broad City, I think, to me, maybe the weakest of the batch on here. Yeah. I did love a lot about the last season, but it kind of had, it was the right time for it to go. I think yeah. that's another. They, I think they, that's another common thread here. They ended it well too. Here. Yeah, I think that's another common thread here. Is like shows that. Um, well, let's finish the list. Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Um, and then Veep. Um, and to me, I'm like a good list in that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there were more that we're not thinking of, but um, shows that had good final seasons, which is itself can be rare, and. Um, all shows that like it was time to go. I don't yeah. think any of these shows overstayed their welcome. Um, just knew that it was uh, it was their time. I would give this to I think my favorite. I think I'm gonna have to divide this up into favorite and best again because favorite to me would be Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Interesting. I see that truly... would just be honestly at the lowest on the list for on me. your list. I, I mean, I recognize that I only watched like half the season, but I just thought the show just completely started losing its grip. There were some really good standout episodes, though. I actually think it had a it had a shorter season this year. I think that Crazy Ex-Girlfriend improved a lot when its episode orders kind of went went down. The season was a little bit shorter. Like the first couple of seasons were 20, 22 episodes, and I think the last two seasons were... Um, or last couple of seasons were a little bit shorter. Um, but I think the best, probably Catastrophe. I was going to, wow, Sarah. 
Yeah, I agree. You also you would also say catastrophe. It was between catastrophe and Veep. Yeah, like it's Veep. very close. But I yeah. ended up having to go with catastrophe because I, yeah. I think a lot of people actually do sort of think that Veep sort of overstayed its welcome, but I do I don't not think so. Agree. Yeah, I don't agree. I think that you know even after the showrunner change uh, a couple of years ago, Veep stayed very strong. Um, I think it deserves every award it's ever earned for itself um veep is fucking hilarious but just in terms of kind of like the perfect arc of a show and again just like that last episode was so good yeah catastrophe yeah Yeah. but i i love a kind of gimmick for a final episode i love a final episode gimmick and the gimmick of um serena's funeral uh, Selena's Selena's funeral for um, for the end of Veep is was pretty good. It's so um, funny. Both of those shows they ended with a funeral. With a funeral, it's a good. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's huh. a real circle of life kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Okay. Last couple of categories here. <laughs> um. We have best prediction of the cinematic cats catastrophe (laughs) um of course this can only go to unbreakable kimmy schmidt that it's so funny i like never connected it to that they did the cat thing and this this horrible cats movie has come out and is earning the worst reviews um andrew lolo baloney it's because that's all it's earning all these terrible views because they're just making everything up um they just got a bunch of actors in a room (laughs) and as we know cats is completely fake and nothing means anything so um, that's no that plus the terrible cgi um leads you digital fur technology in the um cats movie based on the work of andrew lola baloney <laughs> it's so good Maybe terrible prop <laughs> favorite individual joke of the whole year also <laughs> honestly i still think about it and it was like six months ago it was so good it's so <coughs> um so I like oh. this next category that you had here. Yeah, this is a clear winner. The best show that's in English but still requires captions. And that would, of course, be Dairy Girls. You cannot yep. listen to those Northern Irish accents as an American without some assistance. Absolutely yeah. a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and then speaking of that cat's uh, bit in Kimmy Schmidt, the category is best original song. This is a fun one. So there's the cat song, um, which like they're like, I'm terrible brap or whatever. <laughs> um, there's that. I had a couple of crazy ex-girlfriend nominees. Don't be a lawyer. Uh, I That's think a one good of the best, one. One of the best songs the show ever did. And also one of my favorite um, songs of the whole show's run was Jat Battle. And the Jat Battle reprise uh, that they did in the last season also really, really good. Um, and then... I can't... Yeah, that can't be mine, though. <sighs> I, I think I, I mean, yeah. It's it it. I, I can I can have it for the both of us. That's okay. okay. All right. Um, and then <laughs> we have the baby of the year theme <laughs> from who will I be think... baby of the year? Yeah. Um, so good. Fuck you, Harley Jarvis. Um, <laughs> I'm I gonna go mine... with the cat song. You're going to go to the cat song. I think I have to go with Don't Be a Lawyer. Okay. Don't Be a Lawyer is a really, really good song. It is really good. good song. It also spoke to me specifically. So Yeah. Yep. 
Yep, as it should to everyone, honestly. Yeah. Um. So I like this next category that you had here as well. Yeah, um, best surprisingly undisappointing show. Like, so shows yeah. that I went into very skeptically, but was like, actually, that was good. So I put Veronica Mars and Glow down. I did enjoy Glow's third season. And I thought the new Veronica Mars was like way better than the previous one that they did. Totally. Or the movie, um, I guess, that they did. I would add Mindhunter, which is a show that I, um, yeah, had. <laughs> this had, has become uh, the Mindhunter Award show. Like, the, the headlines know. tomorrow are going to be like, Mindhunter sweeps a lot <laughs> sweeps of awards the, at Booby Tubies. <laughs> the Booby Tubies. Surprise. Um, I would probably, um, I would totally agree. Oh, also, I'm going to add Easy because I um, watched the last season of of uh netflix's easy which is a show that i didn't love the first oh three seasons of but still watched all of <laughs> them still... for some reason yeah oh uh, you're like the opposite of me <laughs> you watch a show you're not that into and i like stop watching a show i like <laughs> yeah exactly um i so i would add that but um i agree with you on veronica mars yeah I really enjoyed it, and I was so not expecting to at all. I would absolutely watch another season if it comes back again. Yeah, yeah, same. Which I still have. That's a murder show, too. It really is. Yeah, also a murder show. It's also a murder show. Boy, we love murder. (sighs) Love murder. Um, So, best outfit. I love this. This is great. Um, My nomination was... Jason Mendoza and uh, Eleanor Shellstrop's outfits that they wear to their <laughs> own funerals in the, um, I think, penultimate episode of uh, The Good Places kind of little half season that just yeah. ended. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Particularly Jason's. Yeah. He, he is wearing <laughs> a wonderful um, Jaguar's blazer that i would absolutely wear um honestly it's funny i absolutely so i went looking for that blazer because i kind of assumed that it was some sort of like like, i I assumed it was like a like an actual like brand that just had made a blazer that had jaguars on it and and the show you know costume designer was like oh my god yes but nope that's no, official. Of that's, that. a, that's official of that's Jaguars merchandise. Jaguars. Yep, that is official Jaguars merchandise. Uh, you can buy it online, and you can wear the Jaguars blazer to the um, funeral. Your next to your own funeral. To your next funeral. For your next funeral, anyone's or your own um, can request it, or to just the next, uh, you know, Sunday afternoon football in America. Um, costs one hundred and nineteen dollars. So there's that. You also had the iconic, iconic jumpsuit, bag jumpsuit. Yeah, yes, which everyone went insane episode. for. Yeah, yeah. Still don't think it would look good on me, but I can admire it. Yeah. Well, she looked great, but I think we're gonna go with the Jaguars blazer. Absolutely. I think. Yeah, Eleanor's outfit good was that. good too. She's wearing like a onesie, um, like a, a really dumb looking onesie with daisies on it um which just you know it's kind of funny i think it's always funny when we see glimpses of old eleanor because you know kind of good place eleanor just wears a lot of sensible sweaters yeah 
Um, but I love a glimpse into old Eleanor. Yes, I agree. Um, <laughs> and then I like this last category. I put favorite Quaker meeting because as I was reviewing this, I realized that there are two shows that had a very funny scene in which the main character goes to a Quaker meeting. And one is, of course, Fleabag. Um, it's one where she stands up and says that she, like, was it that she, like, compensates for, like, she, she is a feminist because she has tiny boobs <laughs> yep <laughs> and then th- the catastrophe scene where um rob delaney's character goes to uh, a quaker meeting and finds it strange <laughs> i will say um my husband attended a quaker college and we watched both of these shows together and he specifically had called out the catastrophe quaker scene as one that is really not what a quicker meeting <laughs> is actually like and then we watched when we got around to flea bag it was like oh yeah that's what a that's what a quicker meeting that's Everyone's so funny i don't remember there. the distinction to be honest yeah every, in the in the flea in the catastrophe one it's more of like there's a there's like a conversation everyone's sort of discussing yeah and there's sort of a leader of the conversation but in flea bag it is just a bunch of people sitting silent in a room waiting for like the spirit to move them to say something. And that is what a weirdly, what a Quaker meeting is. <laughs> I mean, that's everyone's a lovely kind of concept. There. And yeah, I think everyone's just kind of sitting there quietly. What great else in that, that scene. So I'm going to go with Fleabag. <laughs> um, agreed. Agreed. It's, that's a really funny scene. Um, plus any scene with the hot priest is like. A okay. Yeah. Yep. So then we're going to come back around to the category we skipped earlier. Our final category. This is what you all um, waited for, people. Commercial break over. Over. We didn't really pause at all because we are running long. But please visit our sponsors' websites. Um, best new show. Could best only new pick show. one. This is tough. Here are the nominees. Russian Doll. This Way Up. Tuca and Birdie. First and last. Mm-hmm. And Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I was surprised not to see Watchmen anywhere else, I think, on this list for you either. But it kind of it, defies well, what, categorization. Well, I also haven't finished it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that, you you better finish it. I will. I promise I will. No. I will. All right, Amanda. We're all holding you to this. <laughs> no. I think this is what I do. I, um, I will. I will finish it, though. I, I owe it to our, our listeners. Um, yeah. Yes. So, and yourself. Best new show and myself. Best new show. I'm going to go with uh, Russian Doll. Yep, Russian Doll. I think Russian Doll um just an absolute enigma of a of a show. I want so I was like I read weird. so many think pieces. That's a sign of a good show. <laughs> Absolutely where you're just like I need to know everything. Yeah, all I want to think about this more. Yeah, all of the takes give them to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I still kind of, I mean, I know we're, I think we're getting Russian Doll season two next year. Still kind of wish we were leaving it at the one perfect season. No. You want more. Yeah. We had this discussion when it was on. I think I, you know, I would kind of love to leave it there, but you know, it was so good. I'm also curious as to what this group Kind of come yeah, up I kind of trust those showrunners to yeah, come up with something good. This isn't like, you know, an ego fest of big Yeah, these aren't the Game of just... Thrones guys doing a second season, you know? Oh, man. Before, I didn't even put... 
best not watching Game of Thrones also. Yeah. Um, but that was just sort of a given. The, May yeah. not belong on the booby tubies list. So that's it. That's the booby tubies. Those are the booby tubies. Thank ah. you for tuning into our broadcast. Headlines. Lowest mine. rated in history. <laughs> Headlines. Mine's, uh, mine Hunter mine, sweeps mi- three categories. Mi- Wait, I just almost called it Minesweeper. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. That's a different thing. Um, mine Hunter sweeps. Russian Doll also kind of swept. Russian Doll did well. Yeah. Swept multiple categories. Yeah. Um, that was that was our year in television, more or mm. less, except for the 900 things we didn't mention. Yeah, like I didn't mention Superstore. You didn't, you didn't mention, mention Fosse Verdon. I didn't mention Fosse Verdon. <laughs> we didn't mention Sex Education, which was something we both really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's coming back for a second season. Yeah, like we said we didn't really yeah. get to shrill, but yeah. that was pretty much those were we really got all of the all of the highlights there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What we well, do in the shadows, I feel like maybe also could have used a little more attention on this. But you know what? They just can't all win. They can't all they be can't all, there's too many and there's not That's, enough categories. And we're only two people. Yeah, we were we're not gonna win any awards for directing this show, I think, because it was very rambling. But um There was some structure to it. Yeah, there was a structure. At least there wasn't an audio of us working on this doc. <laughs> True. <laughs> Just like, no oh, you one... added this. Let me add this. Anyway. <laughs> As we're talking about it. Um, I do want to end with my final not watching of the year. Let's hear it. Which is something that my husband Tom has been watching and I've just been dipping in and out of um but i'm gonna say the witcher <laughs> which i was gonna say Netflix. i was going to watch that <laughs> oh my god please do i actually really want to hear your take on it i've been it looks so deranged it looks it is absolutely deranged from what i have he did it's say like the Henry first two Cavill episodes like were straight hair. up bad yeah and it's like it seems sort of like game of thrones on steroids um yeah. in, in every sense of the word but like also not like meets taking like itself... Van Helsing. Yeah, well, I think not taking itself nearly as seriously as Game of Thrones. But which... just seriously enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like not, you know, just not... I, I think um, I will say it is not... It's never going to be my cup of tea exactly, but that's going to be my not watching. I would love to hear your take on it. Though, I watched so like I... a trailer for it and I still I was like, should. I don't know, is he a witch? Is he a hunter of witches? Are all these people witches? What is this show about? I can could not understand it. So we'll see. Tom plays the video game. So I think that, because it's based on a video game, and I think that he, he kind of felt like it um, helped him understand it a little bit more. But honestly, it seems like a show that maybe you just want to sort of yeah not know anything about and just see where it takes you yeah so, we'll see that's a not watching for me but i'm gonna heartily endorse <laughs> you watching it and giving us a dispatch okay i'll maybe watch one episode so i have something to make fun of but yeah, yeah. um anything else uh, you want to sign off with for the decade no you know what yeah, i think really... we have enjoyed having you all on yeah. this journey and um here's to another episode <laughs> Another episode. We'll be back. There's going to be 900 With your more regularly shows scheduled programming in 2020. Yep, that'll be it. Right, yeah. We'll see you in the new decade. Perry Mason is coming. Hold Perry on Mason's to your coming, butts. And it's and it's um 
uh, Matthew Reese. Isn't it's, it? it is Matthew Reese. Yeah. Yes. That would even get me to Perry Mason. Oh, it's going to be great. <coughs> All so, right. Now I just need the Natasha Leone as Columbo and everything will be fine. Ah, the heavens <laughs> will bless us. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.